Hey guys, I'm Juliana, your automotive woman. Welcome to this episode of Cars Without Sausage. Just a little over a week ago, I had the opportunity to attend the 66th running of the NASCAR Daytona 500. And as you would imagine, it was pretty amazing. Now in this episode, I kick off the podcast sharing a few fast facts about the race and about Daytona International Speedway. My exclusive interview with four-time NASCAR champion and three-time Daytona 500 winner, Jeff Gordon, follows. And it's a special one as he takes us through the limited edition and 40th anniversary Camaro ZL1, which Hendrick Motorsports is building. I connect with multiple drivers, such as John Hunter Nemechek, Sage Karam, Ryan Sieg, and actor turned race car driver Frankie Muniz, who have all agreed to accept my rapid fire fan question challenge. And every interview is absolutely hilarious, to say the least. Armando Christian Perez, also known as entertainer, entrepreneur, and part owner of Trackhouse Racing, Pitbull makes an appearance inside the Daytona Media Center and shares his inspiration about what drives him and why he's confident in the Trackhouse Race Team future. Ford Performance and Toyota Racing are debuting new race cars in 2024 and I connect with their team representatives for a debrief on what's new in performance and tech. And finally, I take you behind the scenes of Dwayne The Rock Johnson giving the command for drivers, start your engines. If you're listening to this podcast, please join me on my YouTube channel so you also watch all the action as it unfolds. For my listeners on Spotify and Apple Podcasts, I'll queue up each interview before it happens. I hope you enjoyed this episode and thanks for watching or listening. So it's super exciting to be back here at Daytona International Speedway. It's such a cool vibe, just driving in, going under the racetrack through a tunnel, um, seeing all the RVs, all the people. It's great people watching. I love the spectators here, the fans, like everybody's in it. It's one of the coolest vibes you could ever experience. And if you're listening right now on Spotify or on Apple Podcasts, by all means, visit my YouTube channel and you can see all the footage. It's pretty cool. After I go through the infield, I end up at the media center and that's where my week starts with the interviews. I hope you guys totally like everything that I was able to do behind the scenes. But before I get into it, I thought you'd probably like to know some interesting fast facts about the Daytona 500 and about the Speedway. So in no particular order. So Daytona is actually the birthplace of NASCAR. The Daytona International Speedway has been around since 1959 and the race actually began up the street on the beach. The racetrack can hold just over 167,000 spectators. That includes the spectators within the infield. So that's so impressive. The speedway has banking up to 31 degrees around the corners. And then on the straightaway, 18 degree banking. If you just walk up it, it's so, so cool. In 2023, the longest Daytona 500 in history was hosted. It lasted over two overtimes, pushing the race to 212 laps. That is over a dozen laps, more than it was supposed to be. And it ended up being 530 miles. The race is actually 500 miles, not 500 laps. Um, and then finally, Richard Petty has won the most Daytona 500 
in history. So that's really, really cool. But I hope you enjoy the rest of this podcast. You know, it's super cool to have an exclusive with Jeff Gordon. And uh, yeah, like I said, if you're listening, then make sure you head over to my YouTube channel and check out all the footage. Let's begin with my interview with Jeff Gordon, NASCAR GOAT, Hall of Famer, and Vice Chairman of Hendrick Motorsport, providing a review of the very special 40th anniversary and limited edition Hendrick Automotive Chevy Camaro ZL1. Jeff, congratulations. 40th anniversary for Hendrick Motorsport. You're launching a limited edition Camaro. Tell us a little bit about it. Well, first of all, this radiant red Camaro just turned out beautiful, the 40th anniversary edition. Um, and Rick was very involved with Chevrolet on the design. I was able to be in a few of those meetings. And his attention to detail you know, just reminds you of why he's been so successful as a car dealer, but also as a race car uh, team owner, um, a NASCAR team owner. But, you know, I just love how it just subtly picks up some of the Hendrick details of, you know, the, the, the flag banner that's on our Hendrick Motorsports logo. You know, this beautiful American flag that you, you, you may remember from the Garage 56 uh, street car that was over uh, in the race car that was over in Le Mans. Um, but the badging on the side here, I think, is one of the most, you know, the, the iconic things that's going to stand out. It just talks about the 40 years, 1984 to 2024, incorporates a logo. And, and that just continues throughout the car. I mean, first of all, let's talk about the performance of this car. This thing is a beast. This thing is going to fly. It's just not only beautiful, but great performing as well. But, you know, just the headrest with some of the stitching and uh, embroidery that, uh, again, shows the 40th anniversary logo and um, you know so many other details that I think people are just going to love about this car including the limited edition and each one being numbered. Okay and how do people have the opportunity only 40 to potentially purchase this vehicle? Yeah well I, I would tell you to go to you know HendrickCars.com go to Hendrick um, you know Motorsports.com and uh, you know also I know that Hendrick Cars com and Ally right now are partnering uh, for sweepstakes where you can win this car um, by just entering into that. So these things are going to be limited. They're going to go very fast. I, I know of a few people um, that are already on the list. I'm not going to give any names that are already in line. Are you so on the list? Are you on the list? I am absolutely on the list. Number 24 is coming to me. Uh, you all know who's going to get number one. But um, I already had a lot of people come up today and just said how beautiful this car is, how do I get one? So I think they're going to go pretty fast. Very cool. Well, congratulations again. You're a legend, and you guys deserve all the accolades. Thank, Thank you, you so much. Thank you. Jeff Gordon is a true legend and a true gentleman, and I appreciate him taking the time for a one-on-one -on -one with me. Now let's go into the Toyota Racing Legacy Motor Club hauler to meet with NASCAR Cup and Xfinity driver John Hunter Nemechek, who has accepted the Rapid Fire Fan Question Challenge. So first of all, do you prefer your fans call you John Hunter or go by your initials? Either one. Yeah? You're cool with it? Yeah. So far so good at Daytona? Did well in the duels? Yeah, Daytona was good. Yeah, Daytona good was good. P10 starting spot. Good. Congratulations. Thank you. Are you ready to take on the rapid fire fan question? Let's do it. Okay. One word answers. Okay. Yes, no, A, B, or C, fill in the blanks. Okay. All right. What did you think about the Netflix NASCAR full speed docuseries? Good, bad, didn't watch it. Good. 
Nice. Pick one. Would you rather win the Daytona 500 or the NASCAR Cup Championship? Cup Championship. <laughs> Choose your preference. Oval, short track, street course, road course, or oval? All. <laughs> You're supposed to pick one. But that's good. It's your preference. Name a racetrack you'd love to drive but haven't yet. Monaco. Too. Name your biggest on-track rival. Myself. Good for you. Favorite driver from the past you'd love to test your skill against? Jimmy Johnson. Yes. Name a celebrity co-pilot for the day. Travis Pastrana. Oh, he's wicked. Okay, you just won your first $1 million cash prize. Do you splurge or do you carefully invest? buy diapers. <laughs> Congratulations. <laughs> Fill in the blank. I suck at? Nothing. <laughs> I love this guy. <laughs> What's your secret talent or hobby that fans might not know about? Cooking. What do you like to cook? Everything. Good for you. Italian? Italian's my yeah. jam. Nice. True or false? Does pineapple belong on pizza? Depends on the occasion. <laughs> All right, well, we can, we'll stick with that. What do you put on first, socks or underwear? Underwear. Follow-up, underwear or commando? Underwear. <laughs> What's your daily driver versus your dream car? Toyota Supra, Toyota Supra. Yeah, well said. Have you ever driven the Supra, though? Like road car? Yeah. Sick, right? Yeah. Super fun? I have it on. Nice. Did you soup it up? Did you soup no. up your Supra? It's, it's souped up. <laughs> If you couldn't compete in NASCAR anymore, which other motorsport race series would you, would be your next choice of adrenaline fix? Uh, probably two wheels. Nice. Specific brand? Bike? No? What would you be if you couldn't be a race car driver? Stay at home dad. Oh, good for you. What's your thought on NASCAR eventually switching to electric? Good, bad, don't care. Hey. <laughs> you just want to drive? Yeah. Well said. Name a driver you'd like to see take on the rapid fire fan question challenge. Jimmy Johnson. Nice. We're going to get Jimmy. I love him. Saw him last night in the press conference. He was yep. fantastic. Happy to see him in the 500. Yeah, me too. Good for him. Me too. Good well, teammate. Yes. And good luck to you. Thank you. Okay. Thanks. While we're in the Toyota racing garages, let me introduce you to Andy Graves, executive competition engineering, technical director, TRD. Toyota Racing, who will speak about the all-new Camry XSE race car. So Andy, coming into the season, we feature the all-new Toyota road car and race car on AutomotiveWoman.com. Looks spectacular. You go to the clash, Toyota Racing absolutely smashes the competition. You come to Daytona, single qualifying, and you don't do so well. Right? Then you go into the duels, yep. and again, back to killing everybody. So that said, take us through the updates on this car from a tech perspective and aero. Okay, yep. So the our new car, based on the, the new Camry XSE, uh, that's going to come out later this summer in showrooms. And uh, so it was a complete new body from nose to tail. Uh, really aggressive styling on the front end with the, the hammerhead styling and the uh, center grille that blends into the, the slim and wide headlights and the and obviously the the, the huge uh, mouth grille on the bottom with the c vents so uh, it's it's been a real challenge we've, we've put a lot of work into it 
and uh, all of our teams uh, knocked it out of the park last night during the duels. Okay, and you know, you, you spoke a lot there about aero, right? Yes. So how much is that road car really inspiring the race car? We have a really great relationship with Kelty uh, in Newport Beach, California. Uh, that's our design studio for Toyota in North America. And Kevin Hunter at Kelty uh, and myself work really close together. So we let Kelty take a good shot at putting as much styling from the production car into our race car as possible. And then we'll put it in the wind tunnel and we'll tune it. And we have a collaborative cycle that we go through with Kelty. So what we try to do, we want as much styling from the production car as possible. And this also helps our production uh, design studio and engineers as they design future uh, passenger vehicles for the public. Okay. Now switching gears to Legacy, brand new for 2024. Yeah. Does having the additional team also help with development to have that extra feedback? Or while you're working on the race car, do you focus on one team, one driver to keep data consistent? It, it's definitely, obviously, our, our core. Joe Gibbs Racing has been with us for a long time. Okay. 2311 has been a great addition. And now we've got Legacy. Um, you know, it, it's a new organization, so it's a little bit of a learning curve for uh, the TRD engineers to try to get them up to speed. But when you have seven-time champion and Jimmy Johnson, Eric Jones, who's been part of our family for a long time, and John Hunter Nemechek, it, it, it's it's really clicked right off the bat. So it's, it's working really well. Excellent. And I have to ask, Toyota was all over the Netflix series Full Speed. Did you watch yeah. it, and what were your thoughts? I, I did watch it. Uh, I thought it was really cool. Yeah. You know, I, I enjoy watching the, the Formula One Netflix series, so this is uh, very similar, and uh, it, it was really cool. Okay, very cool. Andy, good luck the rest of the weekend. Thank you so much. Thank you. The second Toyota racing driver to have accepted our rapid-fire fan question challenge was Sage Karam, driver of the Sam Hunt Racing Toyota number 26 Xfinity race car. I've known Sage since his cadet karting days. He's a great guy, and it was nice to reconnect. So Sage, great to see you. Haven't seen you since karting, but you're just a little fella. So just update us what's been going on besides Daytona. This is amazing. Yeah, I mean, obviously uh, stuck with the whole racing career and uh, you know had a pretty fun career so far. Got to run IndyCar, run the Indy 500 uh, nine times, and now making the transition over to the stock car world. So enjoying it, running with Sam Hunt Racing this weekend with CRC on board. Uh, our Toyota GR Supra is looking really, really good. So hopefully it's uh, quick this weekend. Good, and fingers crossed for the weather. Yes, hopefully. <laughs> I mean, the weather's not looking great, but it's Florida and can change anytime. Okay, so are you ready for the rapid fire fan question challenge? Let's do it. <laughs> All right, here we go in no particular order, but man, I'm sorry in advance for some <laughs> Okay, what did you think about the Netflix NASCAR Full Speed docu-series? Good, bad, didn't watch it. No, I actually thought it was uh, really well done. I still got one episode left to watch, so. Really? Yeah, yeah, so okay, I. you didn't uh, binge it. I, I didn't, no, I um, I got shoulder surgery over the, the off season, yeah. so like I basically binged so many shows that I, I took a break now that I'm like fine. <laughs> okay, good, so also good to hear that you are fine. Yes. Ready for the race, all right. So pick one, would you rather win the Daytona 500 or the NASCAR Cup Championship, or in your case, the Xfinity Championship? Um, definitely uh, the 500. You know, I, I got asked that question a lot too on the IndyCar side of things, Indy 500 or IndyCar Championship, and it was always the, the race rather than the championship. Yeah, why is that? I don't know, I think it's just, uh, you know, when you're a kid and you're coming up through the ranks, like 
you know, you always want to be an Indy 500 champion or a Daytona 500 champion, and um, you know, I just think it's a, a huge accomplishment, obviously. And I mean, all of those are huge accomplishments, but I just think it's just that one thing you're really going for. Yeah, well said. Okay, choose your preference: oval, short track, street course, road course, or oval. Um, I like street courses. Okay. I think the energy at street courses is really fun, like getting to see all the fans and this, you know, right in there in the cities and. Um, so some of the, my most favorite tracks are uh, the street circuits. Okay, cool. Probably from your karting too, right? Yeah, yeah. So yeah. obviously I like the road courses, um, but I mean the ovals are growing on me. Yeah. Okay. So name a racetrack you haven't driven yet but would love to. Um, probably Spa. Really? Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Why is that? Uh, it's just one of those uh, legendary tracks. Uh, you know, just being a kid coming up through the ranks, uh, watching all the types of racing, Formula One, IndyCar, NASCAR, uh, it's just always one that I thought looked really, really cool and um, I would love to, to get on there one day. Okay, name your biggest on-track rival. Uh, biggest on-track rival? I think the person who doesn't like me the most last year, <laughs> I mean it's been time to cool down now, but I guess the person that didn't like me the most last year was probably Sheldon Creed, <laughs> but he's with Toyota now and everything. so. Hopefully we can uh, mend the relationship. Yeah, get along. Well said. Okay, name a celebrity co-pilot for the day. A celebrity co-pilot for the for day? For the day, yes. Oh my gosh. Uh, Tom Cruise. Yes, Days of Thunder, right? Yeah. Boom, love it. Okay, favorite driver from the past you'd love to test your skill against? Uh, favorite driver from the past I'd love to test my skill against would probably be Dan Weldon. Uh, oh. Dan Weldon was uh, my favorite driver growing up not for just what he was able to accomplish inside the car, but he was also like the coolest guy outside the car when I was a little kid going to the IndyCar races, always made time for me and that really stuck with me and made me strive to be um, like him, you know? So um, I would love to have, I would have loved to have had the opportunity to race against Dan. Yeah, that's cool. And it's nice to see his kids coming through now too. Yeah, yeah, so I'm following their career. Good luck to them. Yes, very cool. Okay, you just won your first $1 million prize. Do you splurge or carefully invest? You gotta invest. Yes, you have the owner, right? Your <laughs> yeah. owner's an investor. Yeah, you gotta invest it. <laughs> nice. Okay, fill in the blank. I suck at golf. <laughs> Me too. Don't worry about it. I, I like to think I'm okay, but no, it's, it never gets better. <laughs> okay. okay, what's your secret talent or hobby that fans might not know about? Uh, secret talent or hobby? I mean, uh, so I, I like wrestling. I'm a wrestling coach. Um, so that's like a hobby of mine. Uh, I like to still do it. I wrestled my entire life. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I'd Comes say coaching from your dad, with my right? dad. Yeah. yeah. Cool. Okay. True or false? Does pineapple belong on pizza? Uh, I don't think it belongs, but I've had it and it's not bad. Like you know, <laughs> I, I've had pineapple pizza. It's good, but yeah. I don't think it belongs. Yeah, okay. <laughs> okay. What do you put on first? Socks or underwear? Uh, underwear. Nice. Underwear or commando? Underwear. <laughs> What's your daily driver versus your dream car? Uh, so I have a lawn business that I have at home, so I drive a truck. Um, so nothing uh, nothing too crazy. I just have a, a GMC truck that I drive, and then uh, my dream car would uh, probably be, uh, I don't know. That's tough. I, I love the new... Uh, Lamborghinis, like all the new Lambos are just so cool. Uh, I've always been a Lamborghini fan when I was a little kid, um, but I would love to get a Toyota Supra someday. That'd be cool. Yes, those are super cool yeah. too. 
Um, okay, if you couldn't compete in NASCAR anymore, I probably know the answer to this one, which other form of motorsport series would be your next choice of adrenaline fix? So just another series that if I'm yes. not in NASCAR? Yes. Uh, so I'd probably have to be IndyCar yeah. just since I've done it and I loved it and all my friends are over there. Okay, and what would you be if you couldn't be a race car driver? Uh, I would love to try and be a, f a fighter pilot, like a fighter jet pilot. That'd so be pretty cool, cool. Right? Yeah, seeing them like whiz by the track today has been uh, pretty exhilarating. Amazing. And what are your thoughts on NASCAR eventually switching to electric? Good, bad, don't care. Um, I mean, yeah, I think that's like where everyone's going, right? So, um, you know, it, you're kind of prepared for it. Uh, but my job is just to drive the car as fast as I can. So whether it's uh, electric, gas, or, uh, whatever else it can run on water, I don't know. Um, I'm going to do the best of my ability out there. Yeah, we have a saying, just shut up and drive, right? That's right. Okay. <laughs> okay, last question. Name a driver you'd like to see take on the rapid fire fan question challenge. That was supposed to all be one word answers. But we totally didn't follow the rules. Yeah, uh, my fault. Um, Marco Andretti. Oh, very cool. Yeah. Yes. Racing Arca this weekend, so yes, he's here. Yes, All right, we're going to go see him. Know the family. Well, good luck the rest of the weekend. Yeah, thank you. Okay, and say hi to your dad. I will. Thank you. Yep. Sage has an amazing personality, but he definitely failed at the one-word answer challenge. <laughs> Among the Daytona 500 multiple celebrity appearances, one of the guests was Armando Christian Perez, a.k.a. Pitbull. I had the opportunity to listen in during his NASCAR media press conference appearance, where he shared his insights into track house racing and what fuels his passion. Three years ago, you were a team here that wasn't, you know, didn't have a charter, didn't have any guarantees that you were going to even be in the races. Now you're like one of the mega teams of the series and also... This year, you're taking on MotoGP. So when you think of how far Trackhouse has come in those three years, how do you describe that? You know, I, I just said it, you know, real recognize real. When we got with the team with Ty, Justin, Daniel, now you know you have Ross, you have Zane, you have the, the motorsport at this point. Underdogs, one thing we love is a challenge. We love when people tell us no, don't, won't, never, will, happen, crazy, stupid, impossible. Those are words that fuel us. And when you take those words and you flip them, let's say can't, and the word can't is can, and the word don't just do, and the word won't is one, and the word impossible is possible. And if you really put it together and just put a little possibly between I am and possible, it's I'm possible, right? So when you bring that mentality to a whole sport who is hungry to feed the world and teach uh, different communities, different cultures that, hey, there's opportunities here, then you're in the ultimate world of do good and be well. So for Trackhouse to be underdogs, that was a beautiful thing in the beginning, but we'll forever be underdogs, and that's why we'll fight the way that we fight, and we'll continue to build the way that we build, and, and continue to inspire and motivate others out there, because coming from you know, my community, our culture, and most of the world, to be honest with you, if there's one thing the world loves, is underdogs. And it's, it's a blessing to be where we're at, but it's just the beginning. So thank you, Trackhouse, for the opportunity. And, it, and it, for me, it's an honor to be able to represent uh, Trackhouse, the organization, and all of NASCAR around the world the way that we do. Yeah, my pleasure. We're going to go to Kenneth, and then we're going to wrap up with Justin before we have a special presentation. Uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> Kenneth, what I'm happy to lose that up by you. Well, of course, I, I asked this to, over here, uh, I asked this to, to DJ Khaled, um, and as a Miami native, of course, you, 
you three, I mean, you, DJ Khaled, and Dwayne The Rock Johnson, all sort of had that connection to South Florida, right? Sure. And I remember you and Cedric talking at Homestead last year, that connection, and, and just talking about being back in your home state, in your home city, and home racetrack in a way. Oh, what's that like to bring that Miami representation, bring that flair, bring that that vibrantness of Miami to a track like Daytona, to a race like the 500? Look, let me tell you, being a Miami boy is, is to be an underdog, like I said before. You always got a chip on your shoulder, because no matter how hard you put in that work, no matter what level you get to, they always somehow, somehow, some way, discard all of that and then uh, try to knock it down. So um, if you look at The Rock, Dwayne Johnson, look what he's done with his career. Obviously, he was over at the UNM, and then if you see his journey on what it was to go, go from a football player to transform to a wrestler, wrestler transform to an actor, and now becoming an owner, and whether it be his tequila, whether it be in... Um, in football at this point as well, that's that underdog mentality. Khaled, he was a DJ, underground DJ, and that's how we all grew up. So when, even when you look at Uncle Luke, Luther Campbell from Two Live Proof, he was an underground DJ. That's why me and Seth have so much uh, history, because it's, it's underdogs helping underdogs always. And when, when nobody believed in us, it's only certain people that go, watch out for that one. I'm trying to tell you. It's like betting on the long run, and therefore, it's, we have a saying in Spanish, which is, uh, I gotta say in Spanish in order to get the name of Paso corto vista larga. Short steps, long vision. That's what, that's what The Rock is about. That's what DJ Khaled is about. That's what I'm about. That's what Trackhouse is about. And at this point, that's what NASCAR is about. And the reason that, I'm kind of jumping train tracks at this point, but with NASCAR, one of the main reasons that I got involved, because for me, it's one of the ultimate American stories of a negative to a positive. I'm a negative to a positive. You know, Brock is a negative to a positive. Cal is a negative to a positive. And um, for us to be able to be here, and, and it could be rained out, but we're still going to make history. We still, one way or another, going to get the word out and create awareness for Daytona 500, whether the race happens today or tomorrow. It's history in the making. Look at that. Who would have ever thought the Rock, Cal, and Pitt at Daytona 500? <laughs> <laughs> if you think it's a game, play with it. <laughs> Wrap up with Justin. Uh, Justin Schuler kicking the tires. Um, Bruce kind of asked this question, but I'll ask it kind of differently. Um, what have you learned over the last three years working with Trackhouse and uh, for the next three years? What would be your goals as a team owner to see Ross and, and Daniel achieve? Look, uh, obviously there's, there's so many goals to be able to achieve, but I feel like we've already achieved and made history to this point, right? But it's just the beginning, always. That's the, that's the mentality. You, you continue to fight at that underdog, like I said before. What have I learned from Trackhouse? Trackhouse is one of the most phenomenal organizations. I don't say this to blow smoke up anybody's ass. This is the truth. Trackhouse is one of the most phenomenal organizations that I've been involved with. Partners, solid, punctual, accountable, reliable. Everything that you look for in a team, and that's why I feel that we are where we're at. What, what I've learned from them is to be able to apply how I watch how they move, how they... Uh, how they, I study, analyze, how they deal with each other, and then I apply it to our team as well and what we got going on. And that to me is what a partnership is all about, is how do we make each other better? How do we learn from each other? I don't ever want to be in a room with a bunch of know-it-alls in no way, shape, or form. I want to be, and mind you, like they say, if you're the smartest one in the room, you're in the wrong room. And the biggest room in the world, by the way, is room for improvement. So when you see a team that's constantly just trying to improve, trying to challenge themselves, trying to take it to the next level, 
That's what it's all about. And that, to me, it's it's an honor to be around. It's an honor to be a part of it. But as a fan first, I'm a fan first of anything that I do. When it comes to music, I'm a fan first. When I'm uh, when it comes to uh, NASCAR track house, I'm a fan first. I love to learn, and that to me is what makes it exciting uh, all the time. Just being around it. Let's stay on the celebrity aisle. This next one is not only a celebrity actor, but also a racing driver. I'm talking about Frankie Muniz, lead actor from Malcolm in the Middle turned well-respected race car driver. The four performance driver accepted the rapid fire fan question challenge and keep listening because this one is a good one. So Frankie, great to see you here at Daytona. How are you liking the whole Xfinity Daytona experience so far? It's been good so far. You know, it, it was a, a roller coaster to get here. So, you know, obviously being here feels good. Getting in the car yesterday was awesome. Just a, it was my first time driving an Xfinity car. Yeah. And for some reason, every time you drive a new car or like right before you do, or at least maybe it's just me, I have that feeling like that I forget which one the gas pedal is. <laughs> you know what I mean? And I have to like relearn how to drive. But obviously as soon as I leave the pit lane, you know, go and go, oh no, I know I know what I'm doing. <laughs> I know what I'm doing. You know which one the throttle is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. Awesome. It. So this is the rapid fire fan question. Okay. All the, the questions and the answers are one word. Ooh, True, false, I'm not very good at that. I'll try. Okay. That's all right. So far everybody has not been rapid fire, but that's okay. <laughs> whatever your groove is, whatever you're Sounds feeling. Good. Sounds good. Okay, you ready to go? Yes. Okay. What did you think about the Netflix NASCAR full speed docuseries? Good, bad, didn't watch it. Good. Yeah? Okay, pick one. Would you rather win the Daytona 500 or the NASCAR Cup Championship or for you this year, Xfinity? I would love to win the Daytona 500. Yeah. Um, I don't know, it's just the, the Super Bowl of, of NASCAR and racing and it's the big one. You okay. know what I mean? I mean, I, I want to win anything. I'll take anything. You'll <laughs> <laughs> take any trophy. <laughs> yeah, just get, I'm only here for the trophy. <laughs> That's why I show up to charity like golf tournaments. You know, not for the charity. I'm there for the trophy, always. <laughs> oh, you're awesome. Choose your preference. Oval, short track, street course, road course, roval. Street course. Nice. Love it. That from your open wheel days? Yeah, from the open wheel days, um, I feel like when we go to Chicago this year, I'll have maybe a more of an advantage than most people because I have a lot of street course experience. Yeah. But they're just fun because they're in the center of town. You know, like, yeah. you know, there's a lot going on around uh the races but I love it granted I do love like the inner I like a Michigan mm. or like a Kansas the, the intermediate oval because like super high speed yeah you know and you really still got to drive the car yeah we're here it's you got to drive the car but really your car matters more than maybe the driver and then yeah. obviously it's a little bit of, a lot of luck yeah. you know getting through certain if you watch the races last night a lot of luck yeah, dangerous last night, but Ooh. yeah, drafting, luck, yeah. all of that, right? That's what all the drivers seem to be saying anyways. <laughs> yeah. So name a racetrack you'd love to drive but haven't yet. Anywhere in the world. Monza. Nice, good pick. I heard the M, I thought you were going to say Monaco. <laughs> I did the uh, six hours go-kart race at Monaco. Okay. And we finished second, me and Simona Di Silvestro. Nice. Um, that was in what, 2008 maybe? You know, back when I was much younger. And... <laughs> <laughs> but still look good, right? Still look yeah, good. Yeah. <laughs> Name your biggest on-track rival. Everybody, I, as cheesy as that sounds, I don't have a specific rival yet. Yeah. Um, I've, knock on wood um i i haven't caused 
I haven't given anyone a reason to not like <laughs> me on the track. You know what I mean? Yeah. Obviously, I don't want people to think that I'm, I'm like a pushover or they could they can knock me around. So I'm willing to stand my ground. But but uh, no, I, I don't I don't have any rivals. I you know you want especially in this type of racing you want as many friends as possible. Meaning in like on the super speedways, yeah. you know you want people to go. Eh, I'll cut them a break. Yeah. Or you know what I mean. You don't want them to be like no 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 hook you into the fence you know yeah I mean? so see I, I think the opposite when when i'm first getting acquainted with a new track and new drivers and, and i'm a female too i show up i'm going to aim for the biggest badass guy and i'm going to knock him out <laughs> yes. and i've done it in karting a nice. few times nice. earned respect right see, you know i i don't know I, from my open wheel days that's the i think the biggest thing for me in nascar like learning nascar my open wheel days i'm so used to you cannot touch anybody right only because someone's going to go flying, but B, because you'll get penalized. Mm. Where here, you see stuff and I go, that's allowed? <laughs> like, I, I, like, I got to start hitting people, I guess. Yes. You know, I'm not, I'm not used to trying to hit people. You know what I mean? Like, I got to forget that that's part of it in, yeah. in this sport. Exactly. Well said. <laughs> so, favorite driver from the past you love to test your skill against? Oh, man. Um, I, I was a huge Jeff Gordon fan growing up. Mostly because I did an episode of Spin City with him. Oh when I was maybe 10 or 11 years old. And he's always, like, since I was 10 or 11 years old, every time I've ever seen him, which has been a lot somehow over the years before I was even involved in NASCAR, he's always remembered it and always come and talk to me and always been really cool. But, you know, it'd be cool now that, like, I'm a NASCAR driver, which I never would have expected, you know, 30 years ago when we did that. But uh, it'd be cool to, to race someone like that. Yeah, well, I can hook you up. We did a special feature with him. Nice, nice. Nice guy, super chill. He is, he is. Well-spoken, <laughs> loves his cars. Yeah. Yes. So name a celebrity co-pilot for the day besides yourself. <laughs> oh, man. I would say, oh, maybe this isn't very adventurous, but I would say Brian Cranston. You know, okay. He played my dad in Malcolm. The coolest guy, the most willing to explore different things would be fun he would love to go on the track he would love to kind of do th different things so i would say uh brian cranston for sure just because he's also super supportive of what i do and you know he'll root for me which yeah, is cool <laughs> that is very cool good insight so you just won your first one million dollar cash prize do you splurge or carefully invest am i pretending like i don't have any money right now <laughs> <laughs> like every other race car driver I'm just, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um i'm the most frugal human there is on the planet Okay, so it's gonna go in my bank account and probably just earn five percent interest oh, yeah. forever because I won't invest it. I won't. I won't risk it at, yeah. at all. So, although I do need a new bus, so I don't know. We'll see. <laughs> oh, that's fantastic! Fill in the blank. I suck at relaxing. Yeah, I think we all do. That's, right? my, that's an easy one for me. Yeah. <laughs> I'm high strong. <laughs> <laughs> PR guy in the background saying, yes, oh my God. What's your secret talent or hobby that fans might not know about? Uh, I, don't, I don't know. Most people know uh, a lot of the things that I do. I, 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 I used to be a really good golfer. Okay. <laughs> um, that was going to be my, if I didn't go back racing, I was going to try to get on the PGA Tour. <laughs> really? For real, we Are almost did. Being funny right now? No, I swear. Being funny? Oh, really? That's awesome. I love Full Swing from Netflix. Yeah, that's fun. I'm a Netflix person. <laughs> yeah. Love it, right? Get it? Yeah. Watch all their sport docu series. Okay, true or false? Does pineapple belong on pizza? I wouldn't personally put pineapple on pizza, <laughs> but I know some people have very strong thoughts, and they like it's like the most 
disgusting thing to yes. some people. I, I see it and I go, okay, whatever. I love pineapple. I just don't like toppings or sauce really on anything. Mm. I'm a very plain type of person. Yeah. So I'm going to say not for me, but I don't care if you do it. Yeah. Yeah, I'm Italian, man. I can't do the pineapple on the pizza. My parents would disown me. That and when I told them I was allergic to garlic. Figure <laughs> nice. that out, right? Yes. Mom loves me. <laughs> okay, so what do you put on first? Socks or underwear? Underwear. Okay, follow up. Underwear or commando? Underwear. Fan questions, right? Questions. <laughs> Not mine. Underwear. You're an underwear dude. All right. What's your daily driver versus your dream car? I drive a Ford Mustang GT. Nice. Um, a convertible. It's red. It's got red interior. Um, dream car, I would say... I want to say Pagani Zonda, but I probably should say a uh, uh, a Ford GT. <laughs> <laughs> Good man. I mean, I do. No, honestly, I go every time I see one, I go, God, I need one of those. Actually, you know what? I'm gonna change my I'm gonna change my answer. My dream car is the new Ford GTD. Okay. Which I'm gonna get. <laughs> nice. There you go. I think you have some hookups, right? A little bit. Little we went bit. to the launch, so we got a we got an alarm. <laughs> <laughs> okay. If you couldn't compete in NASCAR anymore or IndyCar, which other form of motorsport race series would be your next adrenaline fix? Hmm. Maybe this is a cheese, not cheesy, but not a fun answer, but I would love to do sports car racing. Okay. You know what I mean? I, when I did the open wheel stuff, we always, I was really good in the slow tech, uh, technical corners. Mm -hmm. Like I would beat my teammate. And she, Simona Del Special, would beat me in the high-speed corners. Mm. Um, so we always thought like I would really do well with uh, the technicality of driving a sports car. Yeah. Um, I think that's why I've had success in NASCAR. You know what I mean? Or, or it's become more natural to me yeah. because there's nothing. Don't get me wrong when I say this. There's nothing truly high-speed in comparison to like an open-wheel car, like yeah. the, the the cornering speeds. Um, you know, so it, everything has to be <laughs> everything has to be more technical. Kyle Larson, yeah, right Kyle Larson but, yeah. um, I want his bus to be honest. Yeah. Anyway. It's great. How much <laughs> are some of these worth, man? That his bus is like two or three million. Come on. Yeah, so he needs to win three of those million dollar uh, prizes <laughs> you were talking about to get that one. I think he has it. He's done it a right? bunch of times, yeah. <laughs> That's funny. Okay, what are your thoughts on NASCAR eventually switching to electric? Good, bad, don't care. Ah, uh, this is a you know, could be a hot topic. Uh, um, I, I'll, I'll be honest. When I watch the Formula E series, mm. I don't care. Okay. And I don't know, what's the difference? Just the sound? Because the racing is good. Have you been? No. Okay. But on TV, I'm just like, I don't care. I just don't yeah. care. So I understand that that's the direction of automobiles and what is to come. I hear NASCAR has been testing their electric NASCAR. Mm -hmm. And David Reagan's been driving it, and he says it's silent. You can have a conversation driving, yeah. but the torque and the speed of it, there's nothing like it. So in that sense, you go, okay, it'd probably be really, really fun to drive. Yeah. But I don't know why. Like when I think of racing, even Formula One, they need to go back to the screaming V12s. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I don't know. I'm gonna get in trouble for all this. <laughs> no, no. It's I'm right. old. Actually, give me I'm loud. I, actually, I hate loud, loud noises, but. 
it makes you feel like, you know, yeah. you Race feel it. Different. You Race feel it. it. Yeah. <laughs> okay. And for Formula E, you actually have to go. go. Is yeah. it cool in person? I, I had the same opinion, and then I went in person, and it's a vibe, especially the cities they go to. Yeah, yeah. I, I understand cool. that whole element is awesome, but. Yeah. You know, but they're not loud. I love. I, I think IndyCar is one of the greatest series in the world. If you want to watch good racing on street tracks and stuff like that, yeah. IndyCar has got it. Got it going on for sure. Yeah. Okay. Last two questions. What would you be if you couldn't be a race car driver? And in your case, race car driver, actor, or golfer? I would be an accountant. Really? Yeah. Is it the frugal side? It's the frugal side. I just also love numbers and yeah. money and. I don't want to say I love money, but you know, I love taking care, like he handling it. Money. I love Come money. On. No, I just love doing payroll. I love, you know, I, love, I don't know. I, as long as you're paying yourself and not somebody else. Usually, usually. Not well, the PR guy. Don't it's all I end up doing. It's all I end up doing is right. Like I, I, people ask what I do. Like when I stopped acting before I was racing, and I'm like, I'm just a professional check writer. Yeah. You know, I feel like all I do is write people checks. You know what I mean? I don't know why. You know. It's a terrible feeling. It is. Rather collect. Yeah. Let me exactly. tell you, business owner too. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Last question. Name a driver you'd like to see take on the rapid fire fan question challenge, which isn't so rapid in your case. <laughs> <laughs> um, is this live? No. Are do you want me to this? switch live? No, I was just asking, like, um, do you want me to say someone specific that you need, you're you going to go interview or you're truly asking me? Yeah, we're truly asking you. Okay. Um, <laughs> I'm going to say Haley Deegan if you haven't talked okay. to her already. Yeah. Well, her husband. Or boyfriend did you talk? Still, yeah, did you talk to her? Fiance. fiance. Not yet, but him. He's kind of like managing that yeah. stuff, so well, yeah. Get get on. I'll get fill on it that. out. He's a cool, dude. Yeah. He did an interview with one of my buddies on his podcast, nice. so my podcast is so much cooler. Yes. Cars without sausage. I, I that's that's awesome. Like that, right? I do like that. I. <laughs> this is gonna sound weird. I really love sausage though, <laughs> but like on a pizza. Some would say I do too. <laughs> okay, and done. And done. <laughs> I had so much fun with Frankie. He's such a funny character, down to earth and sincerely, what you see is what you get. He's really cool and passionate about motorsport racing. As mentioned, Frankie races for Ford Performance who are also debuting a new race car in 2024. Richard Johns, NASCAR performance leader from Ford Performance Motorsports, took some time to connect with me to share details about the all new Mustang, dark horse NASCAR race car and what it means to race on Sunday and sell on Mondays. So Richard, you're coming into 2024, off the championship in 2023, brand new race car, right? Take yep. me through some of the technical elements that have changed and all the performance. Yeah, I mean, it's a complete body for us. So, uh, you know, the greenhouse is a common element, but everything else front to rear is completely different. Um, it's our dark horse Mustang model. We worked really hard with our studio and all of our tools in, in Dearborn with CFD and the wind tunnel and then all of our teams just to try and put more performance on the car, um, more downforce, less drag, everything that we could do to make our cars faster at the racetrack. Okay, and Mr. Ford is actually famous for saying, win on Sunday, sell on, on Monday. Monday. That's right. So, with that thought, how close do you actually work with the road car team with the motorsport team to make sure they're somewhat similar especially the looks right the looks yeah. Are easy. yeah so you know the you look at the dark horse and it's it's a much more aggressive mustang than we've seen in the past our race car take that aggressiveness and kind of turn it up to 11 so to speak so 
we worked really closely with our production group. We worked really closely with our studio to make sure the character lines are crisp and, and clean and where they need to be to make it look like the car that you see on the road. And then all the technology and the tech transfer that we do, everything that we do in the wind tunnel with the race car, it transfers up to the production side. And what they do uh, on the production side from, you know, in all aspects, whether it be CFD and, and all the tools that they have, that transfers down to us as well. So there's a lot of tech transfer that goes back and forth between the racing side and the pr production side. Okay, I want to talk about safety. So your championship winning driver, Ryan Blaney, yep. awesome, amazing. He was in a pretty big crash last night during his duel. Yeah. Right. So let's talk about the safety because he was able to walk away from that, whereas a similar crash with Dale Earnhardt Sr., he wasn't so lucky. Yeah. NASCAR has done a great job with evolving over time. Right. When we first started with this car, uh, there were some missteps. And I think that we've done a very good job as an industry making corrections um, and, and making everything safer. So. Everything that they've done in the cockpit with the driver foam and the head surround and the seats and all of that uh, has really helped. You can see, you know, Ryan, yesterday you, you slow it down and you see his head moving around and bumping around a lot. Um, and, and maybe he was a little bit sore today, but at least he was out walking around. Um, didn't have any, you know, uh, major injuries or anything like that. Um, and then you look at the chassis and it did exactly what it's supposed to do. You know, we, we worked really hard with NASCAR, all the OEMs, really closer than we have ever have in the last two years on making the vehicle safer. And the chassis did exactly what it's supposed to do. Um, you know, there was a little bit of fire that, you know, we need to make sure that we understand how that happened and try and prevent that in the future. But that's how we learn yeah. um, and keep everybody safe and just keep moving forward. Safety is, is never, um, it's never done. We're always evolving on it, just like we are with trying to put speed on cars. But we have to balance it and make sure that we're safe because uh, anytime we get a driver hurt or, or anything like that is just, it's not good for the industry, not good for the sport. You know, you, you touched on it, but when you're evolving with those changes, are you working with all of your teams and drivers, or are you just working specifically with one team and driver to keep things consistent? Uh, on the Ford side, we work with all of our teams. We work okay. very closely with all the teams. Uh, some drivers are a little bit more vocal than others. Um, you know, we're lucky to have you know, former champions in our stable with Brad Keselowski, yeah. Joey Logano, and, and now Ryan. Um, so they have a little bit more weight. They carry their voices a little bit more heard throughout the garage because they're former champions now. Mm -hmm. um, but there's champions on the Toyota side, there's champions on the Chevrolet side. And when we work on that stuff, it's, it's, we take our feedback, try to consolidate it, and then bring it to the table. And we open, openly discuss it with NASCAR and the other OEMs and make sure we go in the right direction for the industry. Yeah, so Andy from Toyota Racing, he said the same thing. But I'm gonna, I'm gonna end asking you the same question I asked him. What did you think about the Netflix NASCAR Full Speed series? And did you watch it? Uh, I haven't watched all of it. Uh, just cut little bits and pieces. I've been a little bit busy trying to get down here yeah. with everything. Um, I think it's great. You know, it's you know the content that we produce here and and what is is out there for really everything, right? It's it's just trying to get more interest. And I think if we can catch some more eyes and build more interest in the sport, and and really, you know, NASCAR racing is grassroots, and. It, it's tough, you know, we race on Sundays, sometimes Saturday nights, and there's a lot of people out there that want to come to the races and they'll come and that they go race their own cars Saturday nights. But they also, there's a lot of folks that don't race and they don't see the behind the scenes things. And there are a lot, uh, a lot of folks behind the scenes, a lot of effort that goes in that I hope that that, that show will, will 
broadcast to everyone so that everybody sees a little bit more of what goes into getting to the racetrack. Yeah, exactly. And that's what I said on in my article on AutomotiveWoman.com is that I appreciated how this series is different from Drive to Survive where you saw more behind the scenes and you saw more of the families, you saw more of the crews. So listen, thank you so much and good luck to Ford. And I'm glad that Ryan was able to walk away safe. Thank you. Thank you. Another Ford Performance driver who accepted our Rapid Fire Fan Question Challenge was popular Xfinity driver number 39, Ryan Sieg, from RSS Racing. Keep listening because during Ryan's Rapid Fire Fan Question Challenge, we got interview bombed by a fan. Ryan Sieg, so great to see you from our Uncle Bob's days. Amazing. Three haulers now, huge team, right? Are you excited mm -hmm. to be here at Daytona? Oh, I'm super excited. It's always fun to get back to Daytona and get back racing. Yeah, you're going to win? You know it. Yes. <laughs> I love these guys. Great team, great family. I love your dad. He's a hot rod, right? Oh, yeah. yeah. Everybody knows him in the garage area. He's a hoot <laughs> all the time, chattering here and there. Everywhere. You never know what's going to come out of his mouth. <laughs> exactly. That's what makes him really fun. <laughs> right. Okay, are you ready to take on the Rapid Fire Fan Question Challenge? I am ready. Okay, so all the answers are one word, true or false, A, B, and C. Okay. Okay, here we go. What did you think about the Netflix NASCAR Full Speed docuseries? Good, bad, didn't watch it. Didn't watch it. Really? So boring. You weren't in it. He wasn't in it. <laughs> okay, pick one. Would you rather win the Daytona 500 or the NASCAR championship, in your case, Xfinity championship, Xfinity race? Ah, I would definitely, mm, I guess probably we do the championship because you win the race. You pretty much are going to have to win the race yes. and win the championship. Yes. So I'll take the championship for sure. Well said. Choose your preference. Oval, short track, street course, road course, or oval. Mmm. I, I'm gonna go short track. I like the old, the old school roots of where I grew up is short track, so I always have a lot of fun doing those. Yeah, it's where you became a badass. That's stick right. with your roots, love it. Okay, name a racetrack you'd love to drive but haven't yet. Ooh, um, dang, that's a tough one. Uh, uh, let's go to what Memphis. I don't think I ever raced in Memphis yeah. back in the day. I, I watched my brother there, and I, you know, I never got to race there. It looked pretty fun. It was just a, an odd track, or Myrtle Beach too. There's both of those. Okay. So we'll go with the M's. Cool, cool. Okay, name your biggest on-track rival. Hmm. Kyle, my brother. You know what I mean? That's a brotherly love. You got a big yes. Kyle, right? Yes, he's really nice. Oh my God! The first time I saw him, he was so young, and now he's like super big, amazing. Do you guys have sibling rivalry there? Oh yeah, you know that. You always got to be your brother. It's like when I get around yes. brother, I'm like, oh. <laughs> awesome. Name a celebrity co-pilot for the day. Um, um, Dwayne Galding, right here. This guy. <laughs> <laughs> the nicest guy in motorsports right here. The hardest working family, Rod, yes. his brothers, everybody from a Georgia family. Yes. These guys really brought the heat this year. How do you like, what do you feel about your car? Excellent. Ready to win right now. Ready, ready to go. Oh, just ready, ready to get to go. Ready to get in it right now? You pop us up. My God. Love this guy. He's a fan favorite. His family always watches in the fan zone. And, uh, the Siegs are they're great mentors to all the families out here. 
that they're still keeping it a family sport. And uh, I love these boys and always wish them the best. And I mean that. That's, no, that's thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Random. <laughs> okay, favorite driver from the past you'd love to test your skill against? Uh, Tony Stewart. Yes. Good pick, good pick. Okay, you you just won your first $1 million cash prize. Do you splurge or carefully invest? Splurge. Nice. What are you splurging on? Couple of, uh, what would I spend? Uh, I don't know. Uh, so much. I, that's, that's a hard. That's a hard answer. Just a one-word answer there. Uh, your wife, your wife, my wife kids. and kids. Yes, there. good answer. They Come are. on. <laughs> okay. I do that all the time, though. That's, <laughs> yeah. every, that's every day. There you go. Good save. Good yeah. save right there. Good save. <laughs> okay. Fill in the blank. I suck at. Ah. Uh, I would say road courses, but I've actually gotten pretty pretty decent at them over the years. So. Oh, good for you, good for you. Hidden talent, uh, and, and that follows up. What's your secret talent or hobby that fans might not know about? Ooh, secret talent. <laughs> this is a fun question. I don't even know. What's a good secret? What What's a good secret? I don't know. Think of something like that you're... talent. Diaper changing, uh, cleaning. <laughs> Mowing the lawn. Diaper know, changing, yeah. I'm, diaper I've gotten pretty good at that over the yeah. years. So. <laughs> You're funny. Okay, so here's one. True or false? Does pineapple belong on pizza? No, no pineapple on my pizza. Yeah, that's what I'm saying, man. What do you put on first, socks or underwear? <laughs> my underwear. Okay, here's a follow-up for you. Underwear or commando? <laughs> Depends on the day. <laughs> if I want to feel free today, I'll, I'll go <laughs> commando. <laughs> I love you, man. You're awesome. Okay, what's your daily driver versus your dream car? Ah, uh, my daily driver. I have a Ford F-150, but my dream car would probably be a Shelby GT500 or something, or something similar to that. Yeah, something classic. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I got a bunch of classic cars at, at home. I got a. A couple of Mustangs and a new Mustang, but not as new as what I would want. But uh, I got a Camaro. I got all kinds of Trans Ams and stuff. So they're all 68, 72, Corvette, 61 Corvette. So they're all over the place. So you're spoiled. Yeah. You're spoiled. Hope you spoil your I didn't your want to say too. that. Yes. Anyway, and I'm driving Ford, and I'm just saying all these Chevrolets. But <laughs> maybe they should move up and give me one. Yes, oh, that's it. We'll tag them. We'll tag them. <laughs> no problem. I got you. I got you. If you couldn't compete in NASCAR anymore, which other motorsport race series would be your next choice of adrenaline fix? Hmm, drag racing. Yes, that's yeah. cool. Yes, no, drag racing. Yeah, sure. nobody ever says drag racing. Usually it's like Formula One or IndyCar, you know, like no, whatever. No. Typical. That's cool. Okay, if you couldn't be a race car driver, what would you be? Hmm, stay at home dad? Yes! Oh my god, John Hunter, the same thing. <laughs> no, no I was like, oh my god, smart <laughs> men, right? That's why you're married. This last celebrity doesn't require any introduction. Listen or watch and you'll recognize the voice of Dwayne The Rock Johnson, the 2024 Daytona 500 Grand Marshal, providing drivers with the official command to start their engines. Daytona
I'm Juliana Chiaviti, your automotive woman. Thanks for watching or listening to this episode of Cars Without Sausage. I hope you got to enjoy my experience at the Daytona 500. Special thanks to NASCAR, Jeff Gordon, Toyota Racing, for performance, and all the drivers and team representatives who contributed to this podcast. Subscribe to my channel for more exciting automotive and motorsport content coming up. Cars Without Sausage. No egos, no dickheads. Just a passion for cars.